so you're stuck in the mud, maybe procrastinating, maybe taking your time, or other people would say, hold now. I call it just dragging your feet, literally. What really makes you drag your feet? What really makes you slow down? What really makes you procrastinate it? Let's talk about it. I mean, seriously, let's really talk about it. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? You have reached the I'm Dealing With broadcast. I'm Sean, your host, and we'll be taking you through plenty of taboo topics that men deal with on a daily basis. We're going to go through, listen, and deal with all these things together. I know I've got to heal, and I'm sure you have to heal too, or the man in your life needs to heal. Stay tuned, fasten your seatbelt, hold on, here we go. What you thinking about, all right? We're talking about some uh, topics that men actually drag their feet on, right? So today, man, I have right now with me, uh, Seds. Hey, Seds, say what's up, man. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, let them know your background and maybe where they can find you on social media. Go ahead and take it over. Okay, well, I'm Cedric Bryan. I'm uh, Cedric Bryan on Facebook. I'm Uncle Sad on Instagram. I'm in the Indianapolis area. If you ever need some good food, I have a food truck out here. Yeah, he can get um, down on some food, man. <laughs> do, a little, do a little something, do a little something. Sean and I have been friends for over 30 years now, probably. Yeah, about 30 years. Kind of went to high school together. And um, yeah, it's just been um, just been friends for, for that long. Yeah, it's been uh, a long journey. Yeah, yeah. Long yeah, journey. That's just, that's who I am. Yeah, man, this guy, uh, for those of you that are listening, yeah, this guy, we go way back, um, been good friends. I mean, he's he's a brother. I mean, he's con- uh, consider him a brother. Um, but anyway, um, so you've already heard where, where you can reach him at uh, Uncle Said. You can see him on Instagram. He's on Facebook, all this kind of stuff. And the dude can throw down as he's got his own business. Hey, talk about the, um, real quick, before we get into the topics, talk about the, the the businesses, some of the businesses that you had started, you know, with your, your cooking, the restaurant, and things of that sort. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, man, I started, um, well, I started cooking after a 25-year, uh, well, I've been cooking all my life. I've been cooking at churches and family events and stuff like that. But I was doing um, clothing for 25 years. I had a couple clothing stores and doing personal shopping 25 years. And I wanted to reinvent myself after the 2000, I believe, was the one recession that we went to. And I think things just started getting mm-hmm. rough. And people were buying clothes like they were buying. And I said, what they were buying is food, clothing, and hair. And I didn't want to get into doing hair because I thought most guys who did hair was, uh, anyway, so I didn't want to get into doing hair. So right. I said, well, what, so, so what else can I do? So I said, you know, I can cook pretty good. Everybody likes my food. And so I started selling food as well as I was selling clothes. And I started transitioning into that. And so when I moved back to my hometown, Fresno, California, I opened up a Big Sid's barbecue out there. And I opened up a restaurant. And that's one thing that you don't want to do is uh, open up a restaurant, just a good idea and, and know how to cook. Because if you don't know about back office and running the restaurant, then you might as well just 
dig a hole and throw all the money in there and put some gasoline and buy the match. So <laughs> I, I did that and, and felt miserably, horribly. But I noticed after that, I, I took the same concept of when I was selling clothes, I would go to different um, hair shops. Um, I would drive up to hair shops and I'd bring out my rack and I'd walk in the hair shop and I'd go in and my people were getting their hair done or even a stylist. I would be selling, showing them my wares and stuff like that, and they'd start buying it. I did, I did well, and said, "Let me take that same concept with food, and start delivering." Because if you bring it to the people while they're sitting here, but they can't leave, they will buy. And I did that, and it was very successful in Fresno, California. I started doing that, and with that, that allowed me to start a catering business. Mm-hmm. For me, it was uh, you know, my biggest highlight one day was feeding a thousand people in one day. Ooh. So, yeah, so that you know, so we started doing that, and so then I moved to um, Indianapolis and I started doing the same thing. You know, I had start food ground up and start doing again, going around and with the barbecue pit and selling, and then God bless me with a food truck, and that's how I started. Y'all hear that? Grinding people, grinding. Oh, it's a long grind too. Man. It's not easy. So, so honestly, you know, from the time you really uh, started cooking, because I remember before you opened up your restaurant, you were kind of doing the same thing. So what are we looking like time-wise from the time you started kind of the grind on the front end to opening up the restaurant to now being successful doing what you're doing? What does that timeline look like? Was that 10 years, 15 years? How, how long? I would say... Uh... I would say it started from the beginning. You, you don't never, well, I look at it with grinding, you don't never stop grinding. Right. And, and and whatever that you put, like whenever I cooked a meal for a church, uh, whether it was 20, 30 years ago, that was preparing me for right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was pushing me towards that. And even though it, I might not have it in my mind that this is what I was gonna do later on, but it helped me for when I did be able to start going and sign the paperwork and start opening up businesses and restaurants and catering businesses and stuff like that. That prepared me for this. So it didn't just start overnight. Right. You know what I mean? This is not an overnight thing. It's not for the, it's not for the, uh, the weary, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. Anytime that you start a business anyway, any kind of business, uh, and I know this is probably not going to be on the topic, but anytime you don't, don't expect people to get behind you, or especially family members, members. don't don't do that. Don't 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 base your business around the family, your family, because you would be hurt. Base your business around the people who like your food and not the people who don't like your food or or like your like your product and not the ones who don't like your product. Because you're going to get somebody who don't like your product. They just some people just don't like you. Mm. So they're not going to like your product. Say that again. Wait, wait, wait. Say say that again. Some people what? Some people are not going to like your product because they just don't like you. Ooh. They just don't like you. They might have heard something about you. They just not like you. So they're not going to support you, whatever. So you got to move past those no's. I always talk about look past those no's. I have a lot of people. I'm not a lot of people, but I've, I've heard people say, oh, man, his food is horrible. Well, I mean, I have people say that my food is great. And by the numbers of the sales, the ones that say I'm horrible, they wasn't spending no money with me anyway. So why uh, would I go back and worry about what they feel about me? But they wasn't going to never spend a dime anyway. So why would I let their remarks or their response of how my food is affect who I am and what I'm doing? I'm going to keep on striving. And if I mess up, 
because oh i have messed up i'm one of those ones that if i mess up i try to fix it i, I i'm gonna tell you a short story i had a uh, catered uh i had volunteered actually almost volunteered a catering gig for somebody whose sister had passed away and i i did it for pennies on the dollar i, I wasn't really making any money i just wanted to get known the city of indianapolis and have here and I did my, I think it was 250 people. I did chicken and rice pilaf and salad and rolls for, for uh, $500. That was like pennies. Um, what was it, 250 a person or something like that? Whatever that was. Whatever it was, it was cheap. And so um, I, I, I didn't cook the chicken on it. I mean, and, and so, and, and it, it happens. You know what I mean? It, it happens. So for those people that can say all that, that my food is horrible. That was just one mistake. So you're gonna make mistakes in life, but you gotta understand mm-hmm. that one didn't did not deter who my uh did did, did, did not um uh, what what I want to say did not uh uh did not uh what's the word I'm looking for that that one mistake that is not gonna um is not gonna uh, describe who I am and, and how I could mm-hmm. I just made a, I just made a mistake and it's okay to make mistakes you just gotta fix them. And so I was able to come back and, and fix it later on, or try to fix it later on. I might not be able to fix it with everybody, but you go back and try to fix it, fix your mistakes. So, you know, it happens. It happens to the best of us. I right. tell the story. I tell that story because you know, I mean, I I, I don't ever want to be like the one to be like, oh, I'm a hot man. My food is always on. It's always on point. No, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. You know, this is a mistake. It's a rookie mistake I made. It. I wasn't a rookie when I did it, but. It was a <laughs> Man, that's so true. So, man, uh, that's funny. We, because uh, the truth of the matter is, we, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes, man. Uh, Lord knows I've made a few, and I'm tired of talking about them sometimes. But it's what it is, right? So, real quick, we're gonna go right into, uh, you know, uh, some of the different things. So, real in a nutshell, for you, before we get into uh, some of uh, actually two of actually three of the great topics, give the uh, the listeners one thing and you can kind of go into detail on it one thing that you can say that you have uh dragged your feet on or procrastinated on in your life whatever that is give give them one thing for you that you know that you uh, procrastinated or dragged your feet on Uh, one thing that i would say that i dragged my feet on would be cedric Oh, man, you know, uh, uh, this is not we, we, he, uh, he just threw this on me. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm hey, I love it. I love it. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. Go. I'm going to ask you something that I can't answer for. I'm sitting here looking like, <laughs> but yeah, the one thing that I, I could say that I drag my, my, my feet on was Cedric. <laughs> I'm, I'm the type of person that for, for anybody else, I'm going to go hard. And I'm going. I'm. I'm. I'm not going to stop until I until I accomplish what they have set before me as my problem. I was just talking about this earlier today to somebody. Uh, if you have a problem, as my friend, we have a problem, and I'm going to try to fix our problem now. Now that pro- your problem becomes my my problem. The only problem with that is when I have a problem, I'm like, ah, oh, I can get it later. I could get it later. You know, it doesn't have to be a problem. It just has to be whatever it is. And I, I, I noticed with, with me, when I say Cedric, I drag my feet on a lot of the things that I need to accomplish 
that I just said, oh, I'll do it later. Or, oh, I'll get to it. Even with, uh, I, I write music and with uh, learning skillfully how to play instruments, I can play at a lot of instruments. As you hear me say, at a lot of instruments, I can get on now and play at songs. I, I play it Sunday, every Sunday at church, and, and, and I'm, I'm not nothing to, that you would want to come listen to, really. But I mean, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I can play a couple songs. But if I would be a student of the music, because the music is inside of me, mm-hmm. I love music. If I would put the work in, and a lot of times I don't put the work in the things I need to put the work in. A lot of times, as men, we don't do that. Mm. We have to drag the feet on us because if we don't believe in us, how are we going to get somebody else to believe in? Right. You know, it's it's kind of hard. I say it all the time. If Martin Luther King had a dream and he was just only a dreamer and nobody got behind his dream, he would just be the same dreamer as you and I. Mm-hmm. We have to have. You got to understand with everybody's dream, with your dream. Your, your dream will not come to fruition, I believe, unless you get a core people to get behind your dream. But nobody's going to get behind your dream if they don't see that you're behind your own dream. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's going to get behind the hookup mobile food truck if I don't get out there and prep our food and, 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 and have a presentation of good smelling food and, and, and the pictures look good and at the end the food tastes good. If if I just say, hey, I got the mobile hookup food truck and, and I you come to me and I ain't got no food on the truck, they're like, oh, I'm not gonna get behind this. He's he's a nut. Right. You out here selling food, but he ain't never got no food. You always ain't, ain't never got no. You know, you you get to restaurants like that, or places like that, or he ain't got no this, and he ain't got that, he ain't got that. Well, how am I supposed to get behind you if you don't even get behind? You? If you don't even believe? Wow. First, first and foremost, you have to believe in you in order for anybody to get behind. You. If I don't believe in me, then how am I expecting anybody else to get behind? Me? And that is, that even entails it even getting into a relationship. How wow. am I supposed how am I how am I gonna want a woman to get behind me and I don't even believe in myself? Ooh, ooh, wait, 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 hold 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 that thought. Hold 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 that. Hold that. Y'all hear that? You have to be able to believe in yourself first. <laughs> That's where it starts. If you don't believe in you, how are you gonna find somebody else to support you when you don't believe in you? Which leads us, as he stated, right into our first thing, dealing with relationships. Oh man. So uh, man, let's go into it. Relationships. I mean, people, especially men, we drag our feet sometimes on relationships, whether it's a a relationship with a a guy or relationship, a personal relationship with a female relationships on our job or whatever the case may be. What is it? Some of the things that you think said, that why men we drag our relationships uh let's just talk about the relationship as far as a man and a woman what are some of the things that causes us to drag our feet in getting into a relationship or pursuing one and and i appreciate you um uh, specifying that we talk about the man and the woman because i I can know i can pretty much talk about i have only experience with that. <laughs> right, which is why you own here, champ. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, you know, a lot of times I say uh, we uh, men attract feet because they're unsure. It's it's it's, it's a couple of reasons why. Either you're unsure. Mm. It's but it's all it boils down to unsure. Whether you're unsure of 
of, of uh, expectation of the relationship or you're unsure of even if you want to even be in the relationship or you're unsure if that person really is feeling you. I, I, I remember, and, and, and I, I put a little bit of my business out. I remember uh, I was married and I remember uh, uh, looking in, into my ex-wife's eyes and said, wow, she's, it was the hardest thing for me to, to realize when somebody that you cared about is really not into you. Mm. And just like, wow. wow. So now, so now you got that, that maturity. And so now it, 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 that changed the whole aspect, that changed the whole dynamics of, the, uh, of my marriage because then I started being different uh-huh. because I seen it. And so now I wasn't the person that was, you know, just, just going out trying to make it happen because I seen that it was, it wasn't happening. And I seen that, 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 that zeal or that, that shine wasn't in, in the eye. And I said, well, Hey, it's not there. I don't know how to get it back if I, if it ever was there, you know? And so, so you start dragging your feet because you don't know. Okay. You know? Well, it's just, or you could just be a procrastinator. If you just drag your feet about everything, if you look at a person's life and they just drag your feet on everything, well, then that's who they are. They're, they're, they're slow. They're sloth. Right. You know, they're, they're just going to keep dragging their feet. If it's a person that 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 gets in a relationship or whatever and start driving your feet in a relationship, nine times out of ten it's because somewhere in the line, whether it be the female and the male or the male and the female, mm-hmm. they lost they lost that that trust that that person is going to really be there. So now they're going to start being reserved. And you start seeing them the, the, being them, they start being reserved or they start building their own wait, just in case for the ex. Men get reserved, really. Yes, and it, and yes, and you start. It's crazy too because I, because it was crazy because especially with, with my marriage, I, I seen I seen when she started building her her escape. You know, it was crazy. I seen it. I was like, and I told her, I said, you know, I said, I'm, I'm watching what you're doing. I I, I could I could tell you're building your own, so you can so you so when you're ready to leave, and 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 so you're you're being reserved because you don't know who that other person is mm. you don't know you know you don't, you don't know what to expect and when you don't know what to expect then hey i'm not going to give you my all so i'm going to pull back some and i'm 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 going i'm going i'm not going to be giving you what you think that i should give you because i see you know a lot of times it's discernment it's like they always say women intuition men has intuition all as well mm-hmm and you could tell you could tell you can tell if you if you open up your if you open up your understanding and, and, and allow God to open up your eyes and you watch you could tell when something is not right but you just have to be you know into it and, and that's only if you if you're into something God is always God will always show you but you have to be vested into it you know mm-hmm. you got into it Wow. Yeah, because I, I, I know me, even on a relationship front, sometimes we drag her. And I think sometimes true is because of our experience where we've been hurt before, exactly. uh, where we've been in a, a certain relationship and you've given everything that um, in this relationship, whether it's time, creativity, um, whatever that is, or maybe let's just say um, you've even given not just time, but 
finances to this relationship. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, oh, God, man, I can go into that one for for a minute. Yeah. Were, were, yeah. were you given a time into the relationship so much so to where it's time and money, so much money invested that now all of a sudden you think to yourself for however long that relationship or whatever that was lasted, whether it was a couple years, you know, a month, whatever that was, you think to yourself, man, I wasted all my time, all my money on somebody who really didn't care about me or they were the type of person that they just really wanted the stuff. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I think we drag our feet because sometimes what we left uh, shows up in our future. You know what I'm saying? You start start seeing some of them same characteristics Mm -hmm. and we go, or we're looking for those same characters. Do you think in sometimes when uh, uh when let's just say uh, a lady is interested not necessarily i'm just not saying you but you as a man do you think sometimes that we actually look at what was and we actually look for what was in this person instead of going into it thinking positive do, what do you think you know i think i, I think a lot of times we get in relationships broken <laughs> you know, we, we, and, and so there, and, and so it is kind of hard because a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that you're broken. Yeah, true. Who wants to go? Who wants to go around and say I'm broke? Right. Oh no, I'm not broke. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And and and, and I think the only way that you can the only way that you can move forward is you have to acknowledge first of all your brokenness or what broke you. It's crazy what you just said. I was fishing one day. And I was I was fishing and I started looking at the women that I had talked to that I got in relationships with. And I says, Wow, they are all the same woman. <laughs> Man. Different face. I've seen the same woman in different faces. So what is about Cedric that is trapping the same mm. woman? So now it's not it's not you. I can't point the finger and say, look what they done. What did I do? Right. What, what am I not doing? What am I not fixing that I'm allowing the same brokenness to come into my life and mm. end up with the same, the same, I'm getting the same results. I, I moved from a different state. I'm 28,000 miles, 2,800 miles from California right now. And I, I ran into the same woman. <laughs> with a different name, right? <laughs> with a different name, different face. Hey, ouch. Different, different profile, but the same woman. Mm. It's the same thing. So what is it about me that is attracting that? So now I have to look at what's inside a subject that needs to be fixed that keeps on attracting this brokenness. And I realize I'm a fixer. I have to fix something. My friend told me, uh, Edwin Lowe, he is my brother actually. He says, look, he says, you're not happy unless you're fixing something. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you got to understand, you got to figure out what kind of person you are. And then find out if that's a good trait or a bad trait. It's a good trait to have, but not to go around fixing people. Especially a lot of times you a lot of times a fixer is a person who's broken anyway. I'm trying to fix what I need to be fixed. Let me let me say that again. A lot of times people that are fixers are the ones that's broken anyway. <laughs> I, I'm okay with saying that. I'm okay with saying that. I, I won't say that I'm broken, I'm gonna stay broken and all that. No. I mean, what I'm saying is sometimes in life that you've tried to do what you need in your life. I was telling this young lady today, I said, look, stop getting with these guys 
who can't give you what you need. They can give you, they give you what they want to give you, but not give you what you need. And so they give you a partial love and not give you the full love that you need. Mm. You're not going to be happy until you get what you need. I can get some, I can get women that give me what they want to give me, but if they don't give me what I need, I'm going to still feel empty. Right. And so they are there and is in a relationship while I'm here, aren't I? Yes, you're there, but you're not giving me what I need. Inside, I'm hurting emotionally because I, I, emotionally we're detached. Mm. Well, let me ask you this. You, you made a valid point just a minute ago and you said you're a fixer. But don't you think sometimes with some men, the there's a uh, innate capacity that most of us men, for the most part, we just like fixing stuff. Do, do you think that, you know, it, it, kind of like a hobby where, you know, you know, a mechanic loves to fix a car, a craftsman loves to put together, you know, woodcraft type projects and different things like that. Do you think sometimes they go into relationship relationships because they just also feel this inerrant, you know, type of thing that where they might want to fix something? Do you think that could also be? Uh, why yeah. we like fixing stuff in a relationship? Well, yeah, and also too, you want to feel like that. I um, I accomplished helping somebody, changing somebody's life. Right. I I was I was I I remember when you were broken, and I helped put your pieces back together. I mean, right. that's that's to me, that's a a, a, a man, you know, like a, the man that I've seen growing up in my life. You know, my my, my dad. He was there. He was there to he when things when I broke things, he fixed things. Uh, I didn't know he knew how to fix. I put a big hole in the wall, sheetrock wall. He was playing karate man. <laughs> oh man. I I got kicked up off in the air and flew into the wall. My, my, my behind parts fell straight into the wall. So he used to look at the thing and got my butt imprint into the wall. I'm like, oh my goodness, we're in trouble. It's gonna be oh wow, it's gonna cost a lot of money. Oh good. My dad came in there. Took a little saw, cut it, got another piece of sheetrock, put it right there, put it by, painted it, and looked like it never happened again. Mm. Well, he was a he fixed things. Right. And so so therefore, you want to try to fix things, especially if you know, okay, I don't this part I I, I still don't get and I, I will and I'm not no expert at nothing guys, I don't want to come off as that. Um, but I don't get people I don't, I don't, I don't get people who, um, and I lost my train of thought. I don't, I don't get people who, 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 who get to relationships and don't try to be there for that person, all that whole person. Mm. A lot of times people get in relationships and, and they get into the relationship and they get what they want out of a relationship, whether it be money, whether it be, uh, uh this person, uh, he got compliments or this person makes me laugh. But a person that doesn't try to fulfill that whole person. When I get in a relationship, I want to try to be the answer. Like, and it's kind of crazy, almost. I think I, I almost, almost. Well, it is, I just said it already, so I guess it's out there. But it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it's wanna, out there, champ. It's <laughs> out there. <laughs> okay, take a, but you want to be the one. If you're in a relationship, you want to be the one that be that 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 this person is if, if this person doesn't see a way out, that you'll be able to, to that you'll be able to to help that person find a way out. Well, if they don't know how, they can't see. Oh, I don't know how I'm gonna make it. 
and you'd be able to want to come over and speak life into this person and be like, right. hey, wow, before I met this person, I just thought I was mad. You want you should want to be that or that person that you're in a relationship with. Why be next to somebody or why spend the rest of your life with somebody if you don't want to help them when they're when they're, when they're down, you don't want to help them. But, is, so, and, but isn't that true of not just being in, in a uh, relationship uh, for, you know, like a man and a woman getting into a close relationship, but shouldn't that also be true in your personal relationships like me and you, uh, yeah. like like yeah. myself yeah. and so-and-so? Shouldn't yeah. you want yeah. that friendship yeah. or those yeah. type of relationships? Most what it what I call it is, is, is speaking life. Right, right. I say it all the time. A lot of people always say many years. So you look like Suge Knight. You look like Suge Knight. I go around my life. This guy asked me yesterday. He said, "Do you know who you look like?" Oh, I was at church. He said, "Do you know who you look like?" I said, "Yeah, Suge Knight." He said, "How'd you know?" I said, "Because it's been, they've been telling me all my life." I'm not glorifying that, but so what I did, I said, "Okay, well, I said, okay." Uh, I said, "If I was Suge Knight, I would, I would, I would start a record company called Life. It wouldn't be about death. It would be about speaking life." I mean, I know that's kind of awful. That's just, just, just where my mind went. Right. It's like, it'll be like speak a life because I feel like that I'm a type of person. I'm like, I love to speak life into you. Yep. Yep. You know, I, I don't mind calling Sean up and say, Sean, man, I love you, man. Man, you're doing a good job. And I, I, I repented to Sean. Up there. I said, man, I, I, will, I want to apologize because I really haven't got behind your broadcast. I, I understand how it is when people don't get behind you. You have to be able to spit, speak life into people because you might he might wanted to give up on this and said, Well no nobody gonna listen and I'm just tired I've been did fifteen episodes, twenty episodes, thirty episodes, hundred episodes, and now I ain't got no feedback and he's just one episode away from somebody say, you know what, I need to sign this guy to a contract because he's helping people and blah 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 and his windows of opportunity are gonna open up for that. But he's one give up from that. But you know one. what? You you said something you said you said something earlier, man, that that, that just uh, it shattered my bones <laughs> earlier in, in this, and what you said, and what you said, and what you said was this. Check this out. What did I say? Well, it just shattered my bones. And here, and here's the thing. So, for those of you out there, here, here's here's what he said earlier. Uh, uh, maybe you bypassed it, but one of the things that just shattered my bones is you can have. So, for those of you that are pursuing relationships, whether friendships or maybe professional relationships, or um, maybe an intimate relationship. Here's what I got out of what he said earlier. What he said earlier in dealing with his catering business was this. Sometimes you can have excellent product. You can have excellent giftings. You can be an excellent speaker. You can have an excellent uh, uh, business, whatever that case may be. But sometimes people just don't like you. And that's what one of the things that um, causes many of us to drag our feet in certain things. But then, as you stated earlier, um, as I'm, you know, doing what I do, you know, saying, hey, guys, you know, hey, just, you know, put some feedback or whatever the case may be. You know, if there's something you, you would like to see different, something you'd like to see change, you know, and I'm going to say this. And, I, and I, I said it earlier, but there's this dude. Um, named Bruce. I get this like three paragraph, two paragraph worth of stuff, if not every week, every other week, because what he'll do is com he'll compile several episodes and will tell me everything that he's gotten out of um, 
the broadcast, everything that he's gotten out of these th different things. And it is stuff like that that will keep a person driven to do better. Yeah. It'll yeah. keep a person driven. And in relationships, for instance, if you're doing something great, I might not like you as a person, but what one thing I understand is I'm called to love you. I might not right. like how you carry yourself. I might not like your lifestyle. I might like, again, there's a lot of things people aren't going to like, but I'm called to love you. And if you're doing something positive, I don't care who you are, black, white, red, brown. I'm behind you 100%. I'm a listen. I'll purchase. I will comment. I will like, I'll subscribe, whatever the case may be, because you're building people. And again, that's what our life should be about, about is living on purpose, building people. And in relationships, I mean, hey, you can, we drag our feet. Yeah, we do. We do. So sometimes it's past us. Sometimes we are broken, as you said. But I mean, at the end of the day, we're the only people we're really hurting <laughs> is who said ourselves right in a hot minute we're gonna go right into the next one so stand by and we're gonna go right into uh our next topic y'all gonna love this man it's about to get lit we at idw appreciate your listening support if you're finding great value from this content please consider clicking our monthly supporter link as we are striving to bring you the best content available both now and in the future thank you in advance this is idw i'm sean your host all right so yeah right back at you so we're going we're going right into our next topic so this next topic is dealing with love and sex what is it about love and sex and you know eventually you guys gonna you know you can comment you know go on uh either cedric's facebook page uh he's already giving you the notification on that you go on my Facebook or Instagram or his, whatever case may be. And you can comment on any of these topics uh, uh, dealing with what, uh, what is it that causes uh, men to kind of to drag their feet. So on this topic, we're talking about love and sex. So said, let's start with the first one, love. I know kind of sometimes they go hand in hand. Sometimes they don't depend upon the person or the group of people, but what is it? Uh, why do we drag our feet, procrastinate or hold out dealing with love? Let's start with that one. What is, what is your take on that? Love and happiness. <laughs> I know he didn't. <laughs> Y'all hear that? <laughs> he said love and sex. Love and happiness. Wow. Wow. No, he didn't. Man. You know, um, I would say um, with love, it's, it's kind of hard because um, if you don't know what love is, mm. you could be searching for love and love could be right in your face. But if you don't know what it is, you're going to walk past it every time. Mm, mm, mm. I can say that. I, I, I was, somebody was telling me about this, this, this one beautiful lady that used to be, be crazy about me and stalk him. I'm going to say that and I won't, I, I won't say any more damn. Um, but it says she really cared about you. And I said, how was I supposed to love her? And I didn't know what love was. Mm. I was looking for love. Looking for I, love in all the wrong places. I was looking for love, but I had never really experienced love. Mm -hmm. So therefore I was looking for something that I didn't know how to find because I didn't know what it was. Wow. 
<laughs> Let me say that first. again. I was looking for something that I didn't know how to find because I didn't know what it was. Mm. And it was in my face, but I would I walked right past it because I didn't know what it was. And I was in now I'm in search for it though. I'm earnestly in search for it and I needed it. But I couldn't grasp onto it because I hadn't had it. Wow. And so I didn't know what it was. So I walked right past it. How many times have we done that? You know. Oh no, we've we've never walked past no love. Come no, on, no, no wrong. No, no. <laughs> you don't know what it is, right? You know that you want it. You might know that you need it, but if you don't know what it is, and especially if it hadn't been reciprocated to you, oh, right? If you haven't experienced it, and a lot of it can be, be uh, attributed to to, uh, to your childhood. Mm. A lot of times, you know, you might have a you might have a loving parent but don't know how to love you, love wow. on you the way that you need and show you that love. They might've been a loving parent by providing, by being there and all that, not to knock your parent, but a lot of them didn't know how. This this, this, this would save uh, a whole lot of people. Um, I was dealing with, uh, I had, I had uh, issues with my, with my mom and boy, I was hot at my mom for years. And I said, you know, she don't know how to love me, blah, blah, blah. And this, 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 this. And I was going through this. My mom didn't know how to love me. So I didn't know how to love nobody, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, victim. And so, yeah, I said victim, victim. We be, <laughs> right. We, we become victims. And, um, and I believe this was the voice of God. I, I really believe this was the voice of God. He says, become your mom. And I'm sarcastic. Anybody know me? I'm, okay, I'm my mom. He says, now become her as a little girl. I said, oh, God, forgive me. Oh, Mom, I'm sorry. Because I had to realize how she was raised. Right. You know, a lot of times we only can see up. I only can see, I only can see what I've been through. Right. I don't never say, I won't take the time to look at how you've been through. Now, how did, right. how did, how did her parents show her? Love? Right. And I'm like, whoa. Because I heard stories. And I was like, I wouldn't have wanted to be there. And so therefore, a lot of times we become product of our, our of our environment. We become, yeah. we, we do what we was taught to do. Or, 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 or you know, we, I, I learned how to do this because this is the way my mama did it or my mm-hmm. daddy did it. And I, I, so a lot of those attributes become the, who I am. I call them, I call them the negative ones. I call them generational curses. Right. That's just what I call them. I mean, it, you can debate me or not I don't care I really, really don't care but I call that because I believe that it's a curse to keep to separate the love or the connection that you need to show that next generation right you know and so therefore that because you know I think I was 31 years old I had to grab my mom and, 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 and hold her until she told me she loved me because I didn't remember she probably did but I could never remember during that whole time that she's had ever told me that she loved me. wow I had to grab her and and, and 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 hold her until she told me. And so therefore I'm walking through my life searching for love from a woman, but I didn't know what that was. And so therefore I'm gonna have problems because I'm looking for something that I can I couldn't even imagine what it was. I heard about it, I seen about it, they talked about it, 
but I couldn't even be about it because I didn't know about it. Mm. <laughs> I could be about it because I didn't know about it. Oh my God, that'll preach right there. <laughs> so, so, but that's just now. That's just a, a love relationship between a man and a woman, like you know, trying to give an intimate relationship to a point, you know, as far as love goes. Now, yep. but w- let's talk about, for instance as you just spoke about the love between a man and his parents or a man and his child. What about that kind of love that some people hold out on? Um, it's, it's, it's again, if they don't know about it. Yeah. Like you're right. You, you, you we do what we know how to do. <laughs> that's, that's straight across the board. Yep. Look, it's, it, it, this is, I say this all the time. People don't understand. We all, are the same. We're human. Red, yellow, black, and white. We all are the same. We're human. It's called. It's, it's only one race. It's the, the human, human race. race, right? So it's only one race. It's the human race. We all are the same. We all have the same. We have feelings. We have emotions. If we wasn't, if 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 if, if, if my feelings and my emotions, if they wasn't tapped into and they wasn't uh, uh, groomed, or I, I guess I could say that uh, in a way that they need to be. I'm going to be emotionally uh, a wreck when I get older mm-hmm. because I never, they wasn't dealt with. And so therefore I'm not going to know how to deal with them. And until I learn how to deal with them on my own, they're going to be all over the place, man. But if, but, but if, but if I had someone that took time and I'm not, and I'm not knocking nobody because they, they, they if they didn't take time, nine times out of 10, if a person didn't take time to, 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 to deal with that because they had theirs hadn't been dealt with yet. Right, right. They could be grandma. They could be uh, grandma. It don't matter how old it is. It still has to happen. Right. Yep. You know. And so a lot of times we, a lot of times we learn things because once I once I got it, I'm not going to share it. I'm not going to move it down the line. No, you have to. Those are intricate parts of life that you need to sit down and you need to teach your children or your children's children. Mm-hmm. Right, so you, exactly. Oh, you know, I need, I need to, I need, to, we need this as growth, and that's why you know, I can speak from the black community. That's why in the black community, that's where, we're, that's where we're separating because that has left the building. <laughs> that's why, we, that's why we're having so many problems. Right, because everybody's seeing that we're, we're, we're not connected. See, I, I told somebody, I said, once we get connected as a people, we'll find out that we have a lot of people that's that's behind us because. We're chosen ones, but I'm gonna leave that alone for another subject. But once we have to get back together as a people, and so how we get back together by speaking affirming, speaking affirmation to the to the to the ones that's coming up, mm-hmm. by speaking life into our kids. If you, I always say this: if you sit down to your kids, you go sit down, you little stupid mf'er, go sit in the corner, blah 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 blah, and that's how you talking to them. Well, in their life, they're going to walk up, they're going to grow up and be a stupid MFR, and they, they're not going to be able to know how to move until somebody tell them to go do this and go sit in the corner. Right. Because this is what you spoke. You spoke that into that child's life. Right. And that's what they believe that they are. So they, they act that way. They act that way. You know, like you I said. But, but the thing about it is, though, you told them who they was, though. Yep. <laughs> you you know, and, it, and it's interesting because, you know, I think I spoke with you how I needed to go see my dad. Now, 
as an old man, as, I'm not going to say an old man. I know we, it's funny. We, we are our parents now, right? And our parents are now our grandparents, but you know, as we are where we are, you know, I needed as, as an older man, I'll just say an older man, as an older man now wanted to talk to an old, a man older than me, my father, you know, I was going through a situation uh, most recently, still going through a lot of situations, but, but most, but, and I really wanted uh, my father, my father to speak to me and tell me who I am, you know, and, and you know, because um, I think it's very important to, for every child, no matter how old you are as a child, if you still have um, your parents around mother, father, or maybe your older brother, maybe your grandfather, your uncle, your aunt, or somebody who's around who can speak positive things into your life trust me it is so important to have that because there's going to come a time when you don't have those individuals to speak life into your life and now it's your turn remember from whence you came it is going to be your turn to speak life into somebody else because if they need if somebody needs to know what love is and if you don't portray what love is to somebody else, they're going to spin their wheels looking for the very thing that they know not of. Exactly. Exactly. And, so, and what, you, what you just said was so important. Now, I say that to everybody. Um, speaking life. Speaking life doesn't have to deal, deal with uh, family. Speaking life is, is, is universal. Yep. As human. As, as human. Yep. We need to learn how to get back to speak a life towards one another. Right. Because if life is in the power of your tongue. Yes. There's people walking around broken. And they're broken because they don't know who they are. Right. And so if they don't know who they are, the reason why they don't know who they are, because no one ever told them. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. If, I, if, if I don't tell you that you're a king and and that you can make it and blah, 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 you're never going to know that you're the king and you can make it. You're going to think that you're that stupid blanky blank and go sit in the corner that you were told millions of times, hundreds of times. So for those of you that are listening right now, we're going to say it right now. You are kings. You're you, kings. You're, you, yeah, you're, you're not criminals. You're not no. idiots. You are no. kings. You are somebody. You are princes. You're, print, you're a prince and kings, someone who is valuable to your families, your upcoming families, to the next generation. You are valuable. You are worth something. So in this whole love thing, you need to know first and foremost that number one, you're worth it. That's number one. You are worth it. You need to know that you're worth it. You know, yep. so you need to sometimes wake up in the mirror and look at yourself and say, you know what? I am worth something. Yep. I, I I can make it. I can do better. I'm worth more. I'm valuable. And with that also too, stop allowing situations to dictate what you do. You know, like like right now what's what's going on, the rioting. Stop allowing that situation to dictate you going out there looting and stealing, because that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. That's gonna come back to you in 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 a in a way you might get away right now, but you're not gonna get away. Yeah, it comes back in spades. You might get by, but you're not gonna get away. So you have to be careful what you allow. You have to be careful what you allow yourself to do as a person. You have to allow what you allow yourself to, to, to breathe in, to receive in, to hear. 
what kind of messages you allow to come in your ear, what kind of music you allow, what kind of movies that you allow in your soul and your spirit. You have to be careful of all of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get. I don't want to sound spiritual, but that it 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 it, it, it makes a, it makes a difference. I, yes, I, it I, does. I don't watch demonic movies and all that kind of crap because I don't allow that stuff. I used to have bad dreams uh, 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 growing up, and and once I stopped doing that, I stopped having it because mm-hmm. I don't even allow. If I see a movie with sorcery or, or, or evils or all that kind of stuff, I turn it off. I'm not watching that. That's I'm not, I'm not allowing that. So, so, but getting back to that, speaking the life and all, and all that, we have to learn how to be able to speak life towards one another, because that's the most important thing. That's why so many people are dying. That's why so many people's visions don't, uh, don't, don't come to fruition. I had, I had, a, I, I wrote a poem. I'll say it real quick. But I'm gonna say it right quick. I said, um, "There ain't nothing you could do about it. You can't stop me." So I'm about to say it right now. No. <laughs> I said, I said. I said I said, I call it respect the person. I said, I, I'm not Martin Luther King, but I still have a dream. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not Fred Hammond, but I still have a song. I said, I'm not T.D. Jakes, but I still have a message. And at the time I used Bill Gates, and I said, I'm not Bill Gates, but I still have a business vision. I said, I said, I said well, how, how I said it, I said, I'm not none of these great men. I said, if I said if I was Martin Luther, I said if I was I said if I was Martin Luther King, would you get behind my dream? That's what I said. Sorry. I said if I was Fred Hammond, would you get behind my song? If I was CD Dex, would you get behind my message? If I was uh, Bill Gates, would you get behind my my business? I said, well, I'm not none of these great, but I still have a dream. I still have a song. I still have a message, and I still have a business opportunity that can employ thousands. Mm. And I call it respected person because. We all need somebody to get behind yep. our message. Yep. I said. I said. I would say it again. If Martin Luther King, if Martin Luther King was around here talking about I have a dream, and nobody got behind Martin Luther King, he'd just been a dreamer like you and I. Mm-hmm. Where I'm hear what I'm saying. Like like a lot of times, like what have you dreamed about that you let go, that you that you because nobody got behind you. Right. There's right. a lot of there's a lot of untapped potential. Potential that just dying that's going to the graveyard because nobody spoke into that dream. Nobody spoke into that vision. Nobody grabbed a hold of that message. Nobody took a moment to listen to that song. That's that one song might have been crappy, but there was a song in you that was gonna come out that was gonna be able to heal thousands. But because I didn't get behind that one crappy song. Or, or 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 let you know, hey, that song is okay. If right. you need to, even in, a, in love, like man, keep on, keep up, keep up, man. God's gonna bless you. Or you you gonna do it, man? Because you see the person's interest is in it. We gotta learn how to start getting behind each other. Yep. Yep. And that starts with folk, you guys, guys. And again, again, I know there's more than just men listening, but because I know there's women too. Trust me, I know because you're sneaking in and I'm looking at the analytics, which is cool because I know that means lets me know that either you have a man in your life. Maybe you have a, a young man you're trying to grow, you're building up 
or you're looking for a man or maybe your brother's going through something and you're listening. Hey, I appreciate all your support. Number one, I appreciate it. If you're looking for a man, I could be reached at. Seven, 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 ninety three, eleven. All right. So, so look, we, we got a, we got a little bit of time left. So we, we're going to go right into the next one. Next, sex. We talk about love. We talk about we oh. drag our. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. It's going to be lit, dog. No, but seriously. <laughs> So I'm a virgin, so I don't know. <laughs> yes, we religiously get up in the morning and brush our teeth, right? <laughs> we don't speak. We don't speak. <laughs> we don't speak any English. No, okay, no, but seriously, um, yeah, we talked about love. We talked about relationships. We talk about love. Now, what a, what is it about uh, sex um, that many uh, men will uh, drag their feet on? What what do you think? Um, is it about sex? Is it is because you know, because even though men this is catered to men and men are listening, but women sometimes that are listening also want to know the mindset and the heart of a man of why they will or will not go there. So um, let me get your take on it. Well, the, the honest thing, and I'm not going to say this for, uh, because I know that there's going to be uh, church people listening to it. And stuff uh, like oh, that. no, the, the, see, that's the whole thing. This, this thing is this thing is the no, church, no, the unchurched, all of it. So no, this, yeah, but I'm not we gonna, have to I'm be not gonna, honest, though. What I'm saying is I'm not going to answer this question because of that. I'm not going to answer it. Right. By answer, I'm right. Be that, but I'm not answering because of that. I'm answering it because I know that is to be true. Right. And I would say... Wait till you, hold off, hold on, wait till you get married. Mm-hmm. I have right. I haven't done it. I, I, I'm not right. gonna lie. So I'm just be honest. I I, I didn't, and mm-hmm. and 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 the reason why, I, and I didn't. So I got what I didn't do. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I ended up the way I ended up. But because I th- there's a lot. Okay. Okay. So look. So I was talking to this person earlier, today, and so she was telling me about this guy, that's that's been uh that's been um, um pursuing her for years. And but but just the way that she was describing him, and I'm like looking like, oh, this this brother, he just trying to get the gig, right? And he he don't care. He says it's been six years. I said he don't care. It could take him ten years. So some people just some people just want that notch, right? And the notch on the belt. They don't want that nothing else. Mm-hmm. So why would you take that chance, especially if they're not giving you what you want? And if somebody's been pursuing you for six years, and they're not giving you what you want emotionally then what else could it be mm-hmm. you're they're you they're not there for you emotionally but they're but they're going to show you that they're there for you when they want to be there for you and blah 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 no you have to be very careful when you're giving yourself to somebody and also to them are uh soul tied mm-hmm. i got caught up in the soul yeah, tie yeah. and that almost took me under i was caught up i was i was as they say, sprung. I was sprung. <laughs> Man, I, I I I couldn't shake. It. I mean, I couldn't shake it, and I didn't want to shake it. Mm-hmm. But it was a soul tie, mm-hmm. and that's what you don't want to get caught up in you know soul ties. You get caught up in different soul ties. Those are spirit that's 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 holding on to you. That's trying to take you under. Mm-hmm. And and with that soul tie, I was I'm in a relationship. We're we're together, but disrespectful talking to you any type of way and thinking that, okay, I'm just going to give him some sex and that's going to just hold it down and blah, blah, blah. Wrong. I just, just do what I want to. So it's the spirits 
was a spirit, Jezebel spirit. And Jezebel spirit is that's not. Well, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to get into it. Yeah, because it, 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 it's fucking like, who the heck is Jezebel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't want to get into it. But I'm just telling you, you read up on the Jezebel spirit, you're going to find out what you're going to find out. If you look into the Jezebel spirit, what you're going to just find out, people always equate Jezebel to a woman, and I was equated to sex, but it's not. It's control. Mm-hmm. It's control. And a lot of times people try to control you with sex. Right. It's the control. And you find a person just trying to control you with sex, they're operating in the Jezebel spirit. Anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 I know you're you're winding up on time. Yes. But one of one of the things that um, you know, again, some of I mean, some of you guys are, that are listening are a lot younger, you know, some of you are younger than, than us, and then some of you are older than us, which is you know, and I'm everybody's got their history, all right. But so I'm gonna speak on behalf of myself and then on, um, you know, Cedric who's kind of talking to. So with us being a little bit older, you know, we're not just newbies, but you know, the decisions we've made or the decisions that we've made, uh, some of the things that we've had to live with, go through and learn from. But as we begin, as for me, as I begin to get uh, get older and on this particular topic dealing with sex, here's one of the things that I had to learn, you know, and again, you know, I, I, like I told many of you, there's plenty of preachers, there's plenty of ministers that can minister you into your life and talk about the Christ, the Bible way and all that kind of stuff all day long. You know, there's plenty of people that can do it, but not many people will talk to your natural, your humanistic side. But on the human and humanistic side, here's what here's what I do understand. When we as men, when we do what we do in dealing with sex, one of the things that you have to understand is when you are with someone and you give over to that particular person to engage in that act, it is more a lot of times some for some people it's just, hey, it's a pleasure. It's just a pleasure thing. It's just something that you just want to do. But for others, for some of them, it's something hey, they look at it as. I'm giving myself, I'm giving something away that I should be holding on to. I'm letting you have something or partake in something that I, you maybe you should not be partaking in. And one of the things for me that I found out later on was as a, as a man, when you begin to give yourself over, you have to understand as a man, there is a seed in you or many seeds in you. And if you are sowing your seed, listen to listen to me good, guys. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be spiritual. Just listen to what I'm saying. If you are sowing your seed and it's not in good ground, be prepared to receive a certain type of harvest that you are not looking for because that is not what you should be doing period it's it's a bad deal all the way around if you don't do what's right period and so for those of you that hold out for the right reason you're holding out because hey you know what i've been taught or i believe that uh, a woman should first be my wife before we engage in this because I want to make sure that the person I'm giving my life, my seed over to is going to be going in good ground. Kudos to all y'all. Kudos. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. Because again, we didn't do it the way we should have. 
myself, uh, uh, my boy who's on, uh, uh, Cedric who's listening, you know, we didn't do things the way we should have. Granted, we, we didn't. But as we're older and wiser, we're starting to realize, or we do now realize the error of our ways. And we're trying to let you guys that are listening that are up and coming to look at some of the mistakes that we made along the way and don't go down the same road because you end up uh, in places that you didn't mean to uh, get off at, you know, and it's a bad deal and it set, it, it puts you behind, you start having these issues or, you know, let's just, or, or the other side of it, <laughs> you're dealing with an 18 year old problem, <laughs> 18 years worth. <laughs> it, it, and that's, and that's just what it is. So if yeah. you're holding out, if you're holding out for the right reasons, guys, please think about the, the things that, that you're doing when you're out there doing what you're doing. Um, and think about why you do or don't do those things and make sure there's a, there's a, a, a legitimate reason behind it. Let's not be, uh, uh, anxious and just making decisions without any thought press thought processes pr- behind those things. We have to make sure that we're making intelligent decisions based on wisdom. All right. Which is wise counsel, wise decisions, wise thinking, all that just don't go out there and saying, hey, I'm feeling myself and, you know, I need a piece. That's that. Uh, that that's that's going to go south on you. All right. So what else you got, Cedric, before we close this out? Because I know you got some stuff, uh, you know, you got some stuff to do today and all that. But first, you know, before you close out and say whatever you're going to say, man, I appreciate your time. You know, we I'm sure we're going to chat later and all that. But again, I appreciate uh, number one, you being my friend, my brother. Uh, person I can talk to about a lot of different stuff. And for those of you guys listening, man, we actually, we actually chat like we in the barbershop. <laughs> I mean, we enjoy that type of real talking, you know, and, and there's no condemnation because we, we, you know, we don't condemn each other where we are because we love each other where we are and we try to strengthen each other. There's been plenty of times I've asked him for encouragement and he's done the same to me and we build it, we build each other. And this is the type of relationships that you want. So go ahead, say, go ahead and take it away. And then I'll close out the last final part. Okay, no worries. Yeah, what he's saying is you, you don't want a relationship with a person that just want to tell you what you want to hear. You know, that's what you don't need. You need somebody going to tell you, hey, you're wrong. Now, I need to tell you about that. I, you know, I, I, man, I, I, and you don't want to always come up and tell the person that they're wrong. You just, uh, you know, but you need to, you need to tell them sometimes, that, hey, you know, that decision, uh, uh, you know, be careful. You know, uh, I, I wouldn't do that. And, uh, I, you know, I wish some decisions that, that he would have came and told me. Would I have listened? Probably not, but I wish, I wish he still would have told me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I probably, probably would have wouldn't have done it because I, I respect, respect, respect him as a man. And and I think that's a lot, uh, a lot of times that we don't have that person that, that, that we call that a bouncing board or that, what they call that, that board, that person that you can hold stuff off and, and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is my, you know, uh, sounding board. Mm-hmm. Sounding board. I don't have that, that person that I, I can talk to and say, hey, this is this is what we're going through. Or, or you know, uh, and, and when he talk about, when he talks about, uh, he's trying to save you from uh, the destruction that we went through. Well, I'm going to say we, that I went through. Don't go through- <laughs> no, it's a weed thing. It's a weed thing. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't go through life trying to conquer, 
or, or, or you know, find you somebody and and, and, and love on them. Find out what love is. You know, because that's a beautiful thing to find somebody that loves you, love them back. That's the most important thing, and, and you'll find out that the other route, you'll be just empty. Right. There's a lot of things. while you're going around sowing your seed, emptying your seed, you'll be empty. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to go through your whole life just feeling uh, unattached. You find somebody that's going to love you and love the back. That's the best, the best feeling in the whole world to know. Like, hey, this person really cares. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Y'all, I hope y'all hear that and understand that. Well, anyway, this is our time. I appreciate Cedric being on the other end. And uh, yeah, you can reach him, you know, basically on Facebook and Instagram. And, uh, you know, y'all know how to get a hold of me. Well, anyway, I appreciate you. Stay tuned because we're going to keep on going down this segment because we have a few more topics to talk about and there'll be some other uh, guest hosts. But again, I appreciate you. Um, stay tuned for the next episode of I'm Dealing With. I'm your show, your host, Sean, and my co-host today, Cedric. Take care. Be blessed till we meet again. Bye bye.